Welcome to Quality Violence Cinema's screening of Venia, uh, brought to you by Broke House, uh, directed by Sam Hell. Um, yeah, we're just going to kind of go into a commentary and uh, Q&A um, kind of thing. If you didn't get to tune in on the Discord side, this was originally recorded on Discord um, and then brought to you um, later through this. So we, of course, you can at least get the commentary and the Q&A and kind of check out what we did. Um, so yeah, so tune in. Uh, we're going to jump right into the interview. It doesn't really do much into the introduction to the interview. We're just going to go right on. Thank you very much. Is there any new projects in the works? I know you had that documentary you were talking about. When is that supposed to be? Um, yeah, the drama documentary thing. Uh, I it, I don't know. It's not going to be self-released. I, after this short that I have coming, the last Club Discuss thing, I'm not releasing anymore. I already have, like, a, this week has been hell with, like, software issues for authoring and DVDs and Blu-rays and my laptop. So I've just, like, uh, I barely got green hell and um the white gardenia collection finished and the white gardenia barely has like nine of the 14 shorts because it just wigged out if i added all yeah so after the if i hopefully can do piggy palace the blu-ray for that that'll be the last one after that um the new film which is nothing related to sam hell or broke house the only way to see that one is this if there's a film festival near you or hopefully somebody finds it good enough to release it on Blu-ray and streaming. Like, it won't be something that will be out how normal stuff is. The plan is to finish it, uh, basically start putting it to, like, bigger film fest. I, I think it'll be done, fully done, maybe by, like, March. To see what's around film festival-wise. Um, I, I won't even be, like, in town for most of 2022. So there's, like, no shipping may get moved to somebody else, stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't really plan on it. I'm not really going to be here, but that films are pretty much done after P.E. Palace. ABH-wise <laughs> yeah. and Club Discuss is on hiatus. Have you ever filmed outside of Los Angeles, or, or at least a lot out, uh, out of California? Yeah, I filmed in Chicago, and I filmed in, not, outside of Los Angeles, uh, San Francisco. What else did I film? I filmed in Vegas. I'm sure somewhere else. Have you, has Venia been screened anywhere? I mean, Venia? No, actually, no. I haven't really put it to many film festivals. I started doing film fest maybe for the documentary. I, like, I, I started, uh, I cut your flesh. I, I started posting and then I went to Love Dump and Flesh Eaters and I've kind of not sent it out because I just, I don't know, I just haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really see too many film festivals that will accept it. Um, a lot of the stuff that I've been kind of uh, not accepted to, it was mainly followed by like, yeah, we can't show this. <laughs> yeah, because it is a tough demographic because it's like, it's exotic, you know, it's like, it's kind of horror, it's kind of not, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's a borderline one, yeah, it's, it's tough too, for people. It's too blending, it's too uh, not right. Or, like, it doesn't fit that many people. Or Tut Your Flesh. It seems to fall in, like, the erotic category, sort of. But there's no, like, porn in it. So, like, right. it goes to, like... It looks more of, like, a, a pushing-the-boundaries type of documentary rather than, like, a porno documentary. It'd be kind of easier probably to pass as, like, just a Mondo thing, you know, kind of thing. It's showing twice in Italy this month. And then once somewhere in another festival i'm not sure well i think we should just start up the movie just kind of whatever narration you feel i'm gonna try to not to ask too many questions during the movie um especially because it's short and then but if any kind of narration you want to add to it feel free uh, i don't know why i'm typing when i can just talk uh one says if, if i cut your flesh could be distroed in the uk um 
I'm sure it can if there's a distribution that that is interested in it that I approve of. Sorry, all that. Can I go back to full screen? There we go. <clears throat> Watch stream. Alright. inspiration on making this uh, story. the black and white that was begotten that I wanted to, I always had like vampire type looking things in this type of way um, and it was mainly from begotten and then it just when it became vampirish I was like uh, maybe like this is how she sees it and can yeah. be out in the daytime I forget the director's name, but it kind of reminds me of uh, Vampiriso Sextro, or however that is. Uh, I've heard of the film, I've never seen it. It's really intriguing, um, it's all punk rock vampire, but it's, it's it has a lot of, you know, kind of s similar shots in some of it, it's, it's cool. I think you'd really dig it. Like, Mondo Bizarro yeah. is interesting too, it's kind of the same director. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I have to track down that film. But yeah, the idea was is mainly like rock and roll vampires of LA. Drinking like that was my idea of when thinking of a vampire film. I always wanted to do like a Hollywood based. Not enough, and I can't move. Vampire it's like film. I'm paralyzed. It's like I'm paralyzed. It's like I'm Too much. And I can feel it. Pulsing through my veins. 
traveling slowly through every single cell oh, in my body. It's a sensation deep within me. I can feel it from the inside. I literally pass by this hotel every time I go to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Charles Anderson is the. Maybe I was talking about. This is mostly all all shot in the hotel too, the same hotel or uh yeah, Osri was down for a couple days and it, it was roughly filmed in the same place. And then the reason I like booked it because it was like walking distance to everything of like the what everybody thinks Hollywood is like. Music is always sick. Uh, I always dig your choice. It's a lot of the same, like electronic kind of feel that I always like. It's like the kind of dirty, but it's not like dubstepy. It's just, it's just dirty, you know. Yeah. Um, like uh, it just fits well, especially with the music uh, Osiris chose. 
to like shoot this scene and some of the other like strip pieces in bed uh it was very similar it was a little bit more uh I don't actually necessarily remember what it was, but I just remember like some of the music was very fitting to what the end product was, so it worked. Uh, I think I remember we were like specifically listening to Uniform and the Body the entire time. I think that is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love and a yeah, playlist I from I, you, actually. <laughs> I think actually I was trying to see like I think I may have them to like use the actual tracks that we were like shooting with but I don't think they ever responded yeah um so some questions here and I'm looking at it says have I ever shot in 4k I have I just don't edit in it I left it I left it on, on the writing thing but um there's just like I can't do ultra HD if I'm having trouble with blu-ray there's no way I can do 4k so there's no reason really to release it Unless somebody else releases it, like in Germany, because that's usually where 4Ks come from. Um, the other one is color correction, extremely high contrast. I did some like filters over it, but I like the generic filters that were given, so I just messed with it to what was pleasing to me and not like what is going on. Yeah. You don't also want to do too much because it starts looking pixelated and. Yeah, like, but you can't even, like, also, like, see what's going on. Like, I like the fact that it left Oscar, like, a figure. Like, of course, they wore a hood the entire time, like, latex or fake leather pants. It was all black. So they looked like a figure, like, walking into everything. And as yeah. long as they could keep that, it was like this. It, like, the only thing in black are, like, the windows. And everything is a white wall except for this like feature in the corner. <laughs> so I yeah. like that idea and I try to keep it throughout. Yeah. Anybody else but Obviously a daywalker. Yeah. Basically she has supply of blood that lets her to go out. Basically you're watching uh, this vampire uh Take blood to the obviously gets off to it, and then they're able to uh, leave, and you're kind of seeing how they see it. Um, yeah, that's that was kind of the subtle aspect to it all. Um, and then when they ran out, they obviously had to refill it. Yeah. Um, another question that I'm looking at is I've noticed you used a few fluid songs in your movies. They were my favorite bands. Do you know them personally? How do you relate to them? I don't know them personally, but it's just like everybody's music. I reach out because I get or fits. And then they, some of them just enjoy working together. So I just continue using the music because it fits. But once they don't fit, like I'm not going to tell them to like make music for me. So it's like, oh, well, that was cool for those two, but like the next one, I would like a post punk, and you're obviously like grindcore. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's hard to use the same band because it depends on what you're trying to yeah. do. Yeah, and that kind of, I feel bad sometimes because it kind of feels like I just like abandoned them. But like, yeah. I buy there's some of their stuff or like stuff that I like, like stuff like that. But, yeah, and if it doesn't match the image of what you're trying to do, then it just doesn't match the image of what you're trying to do. So, it's, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, like, 
I had a bunch of fluid shirts. So I can't wear them now. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely have to check out some of this. Um, a lot of it I rec some of it I recognize, but a lot of it I don't. So I need to just like actually investigate the soundtracks and this. I like health a lot, and it reminds me of a lot of that kind of stuff. But or yeah. um, a lot of the witch house, obviously, and like Salem and O and all that. Yeah, I actually used a lot of Witch House in earlier projects. Yeah. And then I ran into Cosmetropia, and I was like, oh, I used to use a lot of the people music that you use. Yeah. Because don't they have, like, all their own horror video, like, film thing, where it's, like, basically one of the people that do um, Witch House? Yeah. Yeah. I've been actually interested in checking out a couple of those. Um, they look they look pretty. They look well done. If you the idea of this being like the reason I was comfortable like letting it look experimental was because of Cosmotropia, um, Diabolic that his vampire film is oh, like yeah. one of my favorites. Um, and it's like all looks like this the entire film. No real. I mean, I'm sure there's direction just because um, there's somebody talking, but it's just not translated. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nice when you do use um, voice in your movies, but especially in your new ones, like like Green Hell has it, and um, and there's a few, but it it's always like good in the narrative. Oh, uh, what was that? Uh, so that, yeah, yeah, your use of narrative is, is very minimal at times, but I, but I appreciate it. Like, the only one that really, like, stands out of remembering in your earlier stuff was, like, Green Hell. Um, yeah. Um, that's just more, merely, a, like, I wasn't confident in uh, working sound, a camera, directing, and all that stuff together, and then, like, make sure audio was on point as well. Um so I usually just end them, end up having them ADR it or just do a narration, just because it's it's cleaner and easier. Yeah. Um, the new film I'm doing has been like that's been hell because I have it's literally talking the entire time. So I have somebody like working uh, zooms and boom mics, and it's it's been a headache, but it's cool. It sounds good. Not even even. Have you ever reused any footage for other films, or has it always been just like, or maybe like mm. clips from like things that you didn't use, and I just I'm gonna use it for another project? Uh, actually, no, in a way. Um, as far as to here, I haven't. I usually try to shoot everything like. I like filming and I like being behind the camera so like I enjoy um, going out and filming stuff specifically for projects and, and angling them and making them look a certain way mm -hmm. um, so no but in Let's Stop at the More yes <laughs> yeah I mean sometimes it makes sense if it's especially if you haven't used it yet and might as well put it to use and yeah, um, well, even, like, the ones that I'm, I put to use in 
uh, stop at the morgue. They're highly, they were like in the film uh, Queen Wasp. <laughs> so oh, okay. like, but I just couldn't get Shane uh, to come back for like a third day. So I was like, all right, well, I'll use some stuff that fit. So what were the three shorts that were in the unlimited, the limited edition? Because that's the only Vania I don't have is that limited edition one. Apparently there's like three shorts that were included. Um, they're erotic projects that Osiri did. So one of them was like basically, you'll see at the end of this film, there's a, a like a closing type of celebrational thing that uh, they do in it. And that was, I think, one of the last days, and me and one of Osteri's friends filmed, like, an extended version of it, and I used, like, half of it, or, like, the bet, like, the parts I liked of it, and they used, like, the full thing for their project, like, in black and white still, so it, it's, like, a version, it's, like, an extra extended end part that Osteri did. Yeah, it's like it was kind of interesting because when we when I came out there that last day that you guys will see um, that filming and everything was just kind of like we didn't even really need it for the film, but it, that was just sort of like oh let's do this extra thing for fun, and it kind of was more in line with like what I'm into, so I was like oh you know let's do it. And Sam, I can't even remember like specifically if we had talked about it. I know I had asked you how you had gone about editing for the film because I had wanted to edit it the same way because I was also trying to make this homage to Begotten and I didn't even realize until literally right now that you had edited Vania that way for Begotten too. Like I'm just finding this out and that's why I edited that other film that way. Yeah, it, there's a lot of stuff like that. We have a lot of mutual interests that <laughs> kind of come together. So, yeah. What yeah. always ends up being the best projects when you have very similar visions. I but like I can't stuff. remember, what are the other two films that I had put on there for the... Was it was it the Angel one? And yeah, then... the one in the tub that I did an extra edit for you before we even met. And then... Mm. Uh, and then the other one was the Raven. Oh yeah, I had done this very short, like striptease, like self-masturbatory uh, shot, and intercut all these different pictures of ravens and birds. And wow, that was like one of my first. That was one of my first films that I had made. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think yeah, I saw a few of them, and I just liked how you were, and how it looked, and then the vibe of like. You always have, like, you didn't always have, but like some photos I had, you had your vampire teeth in already. And I was like, <laughs> vampire film, fit, the order works. Yes. So, with your eye makeup, is that something that you kind of did for this film? Or did you kind of incorporate it? Um, it's incorporated. Else? So, like, by the time, like, Sam reached out to me, like, I, I've already been doing this makeup wearing vampire fangs, being a weirdo, making porn films on my own. And Sam saw this picture of me where I look like a fucking drowned rat yeah. that like somehow went viral on Twitter, which I couldn't understand why still to this day. Um, 
But yeah, reached out that way, and I just tried to like for this film. Like I knew I wanted some type of I make like stand out more, which is why I did a lot of like blues with the black. But yeah, that's actually like my my daily makeup is this makeup. Like I I wear yeah. No, I looked at some of your Instagram, and I kind of was like looking back, and I was curious on that of when you incorporated that face of. If that was kind of like an influence from the movie or not, you know, so, yeah. Like. I love this song so much. Every, like, I know this kind of spoils the film, but I've posted this scene so many times just because of everything going on, especially the music. with two backs. Yeah, but um, that is Osmery's makeup, like, daily. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> My wife literally loves to do makeup, and there was, like, one time, I think, uh, they did one that was specifically like because Osiri posted it and yeah. she liked it so much that she's like, Yeah, Osiri made me like want to do this, so I did it like very crazily and stuff like that. Yeah. So okay. she has influence over makeup. You ever thought about doing any permanent? like face tattoos type thing or? oh my god i've thought about it i have a tattoo artist that it's funny because like i'm so untattooed in this movie and i'm so tattooed now but like um the tattoo artist that has done a lot of the tattoos on my body i would love for them to do my face because i really trust them but right they they just don't feel comfortable they're like i don't want to like you know <laughs> fuck it up yeah, I guess um, it, it kind of gives you the freedom to be able to choose not to and to as well. So, case depending on what you're shooting and stuff like that, but especially because like I have a tendency to do it a little different every day too. That it's kind of nice to have that freedom. I think eventually, I would like to get some element tattooed, but it probably wouldn't be the whole entire look. Right, just like small, subtle lines and stuff. Yeah, that's what I told him to do. Is just like uh, to have them do like basic like like yeah. what they normally do and then every day they could add to it yeah i've always seen like just simple points even are really cool like depending on where you're adding them like you can be very minimalistic with it <laughs> speaking of tattoos i was very nervous for this scene well not nervous but i was just like uh because i think they just got their elbows and knees done like the couple days before they arrived literally yeah i had like fresh tattoos i literally unpeeled them for filming <laughs> yeah so the scene uh, we shot right before this that was like the last thing we shot and then i think i don't know i think we came back for one day just to like hang out and we shot this scene that's happening right now 
which is the very begotten look of it. Yeah. Especially now, yeah, it goes right into, like, the begotten era. Oh, yeah, right there for sure. Yeah, their style is really cool, but just, like, taking the film and just scratching the hell out of it and actually like, doing the whole thing. It's, it's cool. Uh, what kind of fake blood do I use? Someone posted on here. Uh, Peppa. Um, mainly ones I order from Amazon. Uh, they're vampire blood, it's called. It's like theater blood. Um, it's not edible or anything, stuff like that. But um, it's, for the most part, I, it used to come in a red container, but now it's like a clear container. Um, it has like vampire like person on it, I think. Um, and I've been using that ever since, just because I... Uh, like how it looks. What about for flesh eater? Since it's not edible, do you use a different? No, I coded just ate it. Oh, I mean, it's like not dangerous, but like right, like obviously you don't want to like drink it, but like if it just gets on your tongue and stuff like that, like you can just right. rinse it out. Right. I've had some talent use it basically as lube, and I've just told them no, but they just didn't care. Or, like, they just took my consideration into, I guess, into their you, thoughts. You have to legally say that, but, you know, do whatever. Huh? Come so like, you, ha- you, you can do whatever, but I legally have to say this or feel obligated to say this. Well, it's not, like, legally. It's more of, like, I don't want anybody to get hurt or an right. or anything. Like, just because I care about people. No, for sure. Um, it's, but, like, at the end of the day, I can't, like, take something from them. And right. be like, no, no, we're not doing that because I think it'll just be like, like afterwards. Um, so if they feel comfortable doing that, I recommend no. But ultimately, I'm not gonna like uh, get into an argument with them, really. Someone says they, there there is a such thing as blood loop, so. Yeah, but that's just another expense, and I don't necessarily think ahead of time to a point where like oh yeah shit they're gonna have sex fully like blood so I'd never really thought about it but maybe that all would help if I did something else but I haven't the only other project I have in mind and now that this is over and the only one that I would pretty much do right now is Vania 2 for a bunch of houses hell yeah like I'm trying to do bigger projects not saying like everything else is bigger but what I'm saying is that like uh, films that are not going to be hindered by porn, <laughs> right? Um, especially at film festivals. But if I ever wanted to like redo, um, like go and do another a broke house, I would either make a feature long vampire film that has nothing to do with Vania and right. just like have Oscar be back as the vampire or do Vania too. Yeah, um, but <clears throat> I can't think of anything. But I would want like. I'd probably go to where they are, or I would have us go to like a different location, like like out of the country to shoot it, just because I feel like uh, other places fit vampires better than the U.S. <laughs> yeah, maybe like even like not even out of country, maybe just like New York, like they switch coast. <laughs> yeah, or goes to France and meets Nico or something. <laughs> yeah, Nico's been cool lately. Um, they are actually doing uh, the poster for uh, the drama documentary. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, no, they saw that they've been doing a lot more in film stuff, like the Long Pigs um, release. Yeah, stuff. I think that's just more of they sent it to him. 
Because oh, okay. it's of the same thing. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I think the venue would be cool, but probably like a retelling if you're going to do like a full feature with it, and so kind of like where you're basically doing the same movie, but you're just flushing it out. Yeah, and I would keep that one to like, uh, I would keep it X-rated, and again, like that would have to be Osiri, so I would keep it X-rated, a Baroque house, the same style, um, and that would be up to them of finding people they feel comfortable doing stuff with. So it's it's, it's it comes a process. Like, you have to kind of... Yeah, I think the main reason why, like, there really wasn't any intercourse with, like, another co-star was that when we were talking about all this, we didn't really talk about any of that until I got there. And, like, we didn't have anybody in mind. I didn't... Most of the other sex workers I know are on the West Coast. And I also hadn't, you know, gotten a test. So it was kind of like... "Ah!" I don't think we're going to be fucking anybody else on this, though. But, yeah, in the future, I think with more planning and prep, it would be a lot easier to put that in. Yeah, for sure. And you, yeah. you'd hope with a bigger budget and bigger production and all that that you would, you know, uh, do all the preparation and through, stuff. Yeah. I would run it through Indiegogo. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if you want it to happen, <laughs> it has to hit this budget because... Oh, for sure. Like, I have to fly there. <clears throat> like, I have to, like, make sure the wife is cool with the kid. Um, we had to spend like a week shooting everybody. I would like to pay everybody because I don't like yeah. doing that. Um, a question over here: I mean, I mean, could the contrast be boosted further to hide the penetration if there has if there has to be an edited version? I I'm assuming I could just probably add a, a shade there, but the point is like for a broke house is to not be edited or censored. Like I don't like censorship at all. Yeah. Um, so it, a broke house is meant to be explicit and triple X and shown. And if it's edited, it doesn't really become a broke house anymore. Um, and then, yeah, might as well just sort of make one for that. Not saying that. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's a thing. it will it won't get distribution. Vania won't get distribution unless it's part of collection. So might as well just keep it uncensored and ship to worldwide myself just for people to see it. Yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> I mean, at least you can make a joke about it. I don't think the only time I thought it was funny it was like John Waters and doing his. Um, um, he did one movie where there was like the neutered edition, which would kind of if you're going to make a joke out of it, at least you're going to. But he like over edited the hell out of it and made it like really censored <laughs> just to say fuck yeah. for the censorship um i haven't seen the behind the scenes in a long time since i like <laughs> did the video. yeah cause, uh because you don't really like cycle a lot of the same material in each of your things which i think is cool because it kind of individualizes everything <clears throat> yeah yeah that makes yeah um I love Torture Wolf. He like tries to only kill people who are like bad people. Right. I haven't seen them in a while. And like they do the whole thing where like he's obviously not, so he like throws up everything after the fact. I pass by that place all the time too. (laughs) (laughs) I was literally yeah, we were literally filming in Hollywood the other day, and I was like, I shot Vania over here. I probably shouldn't go down that street. I think this was the first day. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like a little weird because it's been so long. I know. It, it's baby Osprey. Really? <laughs> I'm just like, to, just to throw it out there, like, for what sex workers and, and adult content creators do, I literally was just infatuated i guess you could say with that picture she posted and uh how what ossery how ossery looks and her style and obviously i'm fucking up using her i'm sorry ossery it's okay uh my pronouns Um, are they them for anybody wondering yes uh, i try to keep it with that but i don't i don't talk often like publicly or to anybody so it's hard hard to continue using stuff like that when you know, but I've tried. Um, but yeah, the fact of like just messaging someone and being like, I like how you look. I think you would do good in this project. Can you fly here so I can film you do weird graphic yes. things? Just me and you. Right. And then meeting them and then shooting with them. Good. Yeah, it just gets kind of strange, and you kind of have to like work unless there's like a vibe there that you know, like we're two cool people. Uh, yeah, you get to establish a relationship first before. Be a good comedic relief, but Were you purposely distorting your voice there, or, or do you care about your voice being heard? Um, at the beginning, I did like it was supposed to just be a not like anonymous to the point of like I didn't want to be looked at or like for one point like I didn't want anybody to care about Sam Hell I kind of wanted people to care about your content um, yeah the content and then next thing like I went back and was like it's taking too much time and obviously like people can find me like I've already been dealing with issues of that um, so it's just more of a thing that it's just out of respect. I ask people like to not show pictures of me or to like, hey, this is this and that. Like, um, like I know who Lucifer Valentine is. He's going through shit that um, is real or not real. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I'm not gonna go out and here's his name and address. This, this, and that. Just because I wouldn't want something like that to happen to me. Just basically, if, if not saying that I've done anything like that or anything close, but if somebody jumps to conclusions that something happened with me, and then next thing you know, here's his, his name, his address. Right, especially like, kids I, now with swatting and all that weird stuff. And like, yeah, uh, and people, like, yeah, so, like, my <coughs> thing is, is just, like, I'm not gonna disrespect anybody in any situation, or not comment on anything, so I just rather people do the same to me, sort of. Yeah, I feel like if I get personally attacked, I'll defend myself, but yeah, I don't really generally defend anybody anymore or like try to keep my comics just adds drama to unnecessary stuff (laughs) yeah so like it's the same thing with like i know people have kind of you know kind of gone that route sort of added personal like profiles of mine and stuff like that but like with the new projects i'm like like obviously my face is shown there because it's it's a big it's a bigger project it's a bigger thing, and uh, when you're talking to studios, they kind of don't want like a man of mystery, no, showing his face like to talk to. Um, 
like they want to know who they're kind of making a deal with sort of so i had to do that but like it's the same process of that like i I prefer people not to say oh the person who did that film also is sam hell and this is what he looks like like it's just like uh you're kind of like cool you found that out but like at the same time you're kind of putting me in a bad position right like i'm gonna get some shit like i've if people don't know um I've been fired from jobs. I've been removed from a uh, volunteership, um, helping kids and teens um, because somebody's somebody I dated, their brother and family sent mine, like Byros, uh, Guy Pierce, like all this group of films to the place I was volunteering, and basically said that's all he makes. This this is him, and I got removed. I got my job. Fired. I got kind of hell for a while, um, and a lot of friends kind of looked at me weirdly because they made it seem like I was like a bad person, sort of. Right. Um, so like I exited it out. Like I'm not trying to hide myself, but like I am. It's just more out of respect. That's kind of. No, I've yeah. never tried to seek out who, what you look like. Yeah, I have no idea what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm posted places, like, obviously Steven has, like, posted photos and I'm in them, it's just, uh, but it's just like, hey, just, yeah, can you remove that tag, please, because I just don't want people, like, hey, this is him, this is what he looks like, and they yeah. me the next thing you know, it's a, it's a gore punks meme. But, I don't know, I, I kind of like the mystery, it's almost like a Banksy thing, and... Yeah, the, and that was more the aspect of it, like, I don't want to get in trouble, I don't, and not necessarily legally, like, I'm doing something legally wrong, it's just right. like... it's not like, like your content's family. illegal, it's just, but it does... It's, most jobs are not open to this if i have to you know i have a kid i have a wife if i have to go get a 95 (laughs) i can't have them being like well i've seen this not i don't think you could you know i've already had that so it's more of like i try to distance myself well i made the habit of even with doing my podcast i try to tell you know if i try to mention because i'm a server and i'm like oh what do you do i'm like oh i make podcasts i'm like oh what kind of thing is like i'm like oh whatever and then like oh maybe i'll check it out i was like probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah you should probably just ignore what i just said and just be like thankful that i have one <laughs> yeah and especially now <laughs> things are kind of like growing in a way film work wise and i understand why a lot of people use aliases there's a lot of people that i've met that are insanely wealthy and insanely running an independent production that's talking to Nicolas Cage for productions, but the money that they funded to get that film is through porn. Change, like, if you try to do anything bigger later, you know, and you I want mean, to, it's like... Our, it, the reason why I'm not doing anything under Sam Hell for the new projects is because I've already had that happen. I've had actors that were booked, ready to go, but looked up my email, and thinking yeah. I was, like, secretly trying to cast a Baroque House film. So it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. So I had to like literally start from scratch. I've, I've thought about that, but I, I think, and I might change it later, but it depends on how, I never expected to have anything really happen of sorts. Uh, I've thought yeah. about different names for myself, but they're all really cheesy, but. <laughs> the Rat said, it's interesting hearing this from filmmakers' perspective because I hear the same exact thing from sex workers daily. I guess I never really registered that. It's, if you're associated with anything that's already, I guess, yeah, stigmatized or or downplayed or someone's holding a sign because of it you're gonna be attached to them and it's the same exact thing for male porn stars it's the high fives all around like oh you had sex with someone like high five but then to a girl it's you're a slut like it, it, yeah. that that whole <clears throat> 80s 
70s behavior of like just demonizing sex work is right. real and it goes to anybody from the talent in front of the camera to the person who held the camera twice on a set everybody gets shit it's it's it happens the only thing I wonder worry like wonder about is like their own personal sex life or whether it changes you know their perspective their own and that's the only thing like only times of questions that intrigue me the only thing I've ever heard is most that I not most that I've shot with the most people I've talked to about the subject it's like sex has become a thing I kind of don't want to do it unless it's being filmed because I'm getting paid to that's where I'm more um, meaning is like if it's really kind of like tainted their love love life I'm, I'm saying I'm not sure that's that's not definitely not everybody, but that's yeah. some people I've met and talked about it. That's why I, I, I have to individually. It's definitely out. like by person to person because yeah. I mean, like, there's definitely I think certain things that I mean, gosh, like it's it's the difference between like different people, different jobs that you're doing, and I know for me, every time I've done filming, I felt so like happy with the outcome and the work that I've done that like I don't think it's ever made me look at anything in a more negative way. I would say like I've had other experiences where it's created deterrence for regular like intercourse and things with people I want to, but in general like for filming i've always had like a really good experience but it's different from person to person and yeah i'm sure and depending what you do too exactly so i it's really not like a one answer for the greater whole yeah like even going into like shooting stuff not all people who do porn or sex workers necessarily like oh like you have a you know, like, let's take, for instance, uh, Green Hell, like, oh, Felicia, you're doing a blowjob, I got this actor, uh, he's, a, he's a sex worker, he does porn too, yada, yada, yada. There's some people that'd be like, oh, I don't know him, I don't work with him, like, I don't, I have my people, if you needed somebody, you should ask, and I would have got somebody to do that. Obviously, he doesn't get that far to that point, everything's usually fleshed out, but there are people that, you know, that I've heard that are like, well, I don't, they're, they have their own preference, um, not everything is... Uh, black and white. No, it's such a weird. It's, it's a crazy industry, but I mean, I say kudos to anybody that's in it. You know, it takes a lot to kind of just put yourself out there like that. Definitely. And be I in mean, whatever form too. Be it live behind a camera. You know. Right now, like I, I don't know, like me personally, like I, I cringe sometimes watching my projects. Like sometimes I'll watch them so many times with editing, and then they're like, "Oh, it's screening here. Do you want to come?" I'm like, "I'll." Well, be there for like a Q and A if you need to, but I'm not gonna watch it. I don't know how it felt for Osiri to like rewatch the project, or or if, even if they did, I can't watch. No, it. I <laughs> I watched it. It's been long enough now. I think I watched it probably about like when we did when you did the second release of the film. I watched uh-huh. that, but I haven't watched it since then, and. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I kind of forgot some parts. I don't know. I'm kind of just like, it's different. Whereas like, I find that anything that I acted in as a short film where I'm just acting, uh, I cringe at all of that. And <laughs> every time I rewatch porn, I'm just like, yeah, I did a good job. I well, I'm sure it's empowering more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's. It's also interesting to look back at, like, different versions of yourself, too. I mean, I know this was only, like, two years, two and a half years ago that we shot this, but it was just, like, 
totally different like time in my life for me so looking back at you know my body how I was doing my makeup because it is a little bit different than how I do it today but it's kind of cool to look back on it so I actually really enjoyed watching it again and yeah. it's cool to be with a little audience too <laughs> yeah but the audience is nice because at least that's when they're like you're not with a bunch of people next to you it's like I kind of like the whole discord thing with watching some of this because you're still in just a you're technically private yeah yeah I think it'd be a little awkward to screen with <laughs> in person yeah so it kind of like makes it a little bit more comfortable which I like um, <clears throat> A little question for uh, ly.exe says, I didn't watch the screening, but I listened to the q and I'm going to add some Sound Hell stuff to my collection. My voice, awesome. Uh, should I get Vania and Green Hell, or are those better recommendations? Uh, those are more films. Green Hell is very much pulled from Forest Entry and Water Power, uh, Sean Costello's Ruffies. Vania is very much experimental and crazy, um, weird. And then it's just like different variations of that. I Cut Your Flesh is a documentary. Love Dump and Flesh Eaters, they're kind of the same thing, but one's more graphic -er and direct to the point. The other one's kind of like a slow burn drama. So it's just sort of whatever uh, you're into, but just everything is uh, pushed to 10. Gore, violence, uh, sex, nudity, and nothing's censored in a way. So that's that. Uh, just an update on Green Hell, too, for anybody who's bought the Blu-ray. It may be a week through the 31st due date just because of all the software issues and obviously the stuff I posted before. I posted oh, okay. on my profile that my uncle, who uh, helped raise me, had a stroke at like the age of 39 or 40. So that right. I had to stop what I was doing. Obviously, my wife's in the ER. I can't really say anything on that because I have to wait for the stuff on that. Um, but I literally spent all day yesterday trying to do the White Gardenia and Green Hell Blu-rays. So... Yeah, my computer and software just tainted. Um, they don't really um, make software anymore for authoring, so you kind of have to work and shit. So a little update. Um, what about the Indiegogo? How's that um, going? Is that has everything come in, or are you still uh, waiting? Everything is in, but the posters. I was literally going to start shipping like three days ago. I had one lady's order in my hand and making the box, and I realized, fuck, I don't have posters. I wasn't gonna like start shipping out orders and then have to reship everybody their posters. So right, because it's a little bit. Yeah, and it's I've already got the email that it shipped to me, and it's Green Hell's posters, White Gardenia's posters, uh, Let's, Let's Stop, Stop at the Morgue posters, all coming together. And um, so the for everybody, I think that ordered a <laughs> film is getting a poster. So yeah. it would be redundant to like shoot. Send stuff out, and then like no one got it. And I have to ship everybody their posters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be all honest, I, I I know I ordered a lot, but I, I went back and ordered again, and I don't remember all that I ordered. I remember it's like a shirt, the DVD with the poster. I got the book too that you put together, um, or like the Cloud Digest. Yeah, the Zine one. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, the volume one. I haven't done the second one yet. <laughs> Oh, okay. Are you going to continue that, or um, soon, I or? have enough content. I was going to start a, uh, a book on Polaroid photos I've taken, because, like, I've shot a lot of, kind of, Polaroid photos. But I just don't think there's enough for a book, so I may just throw it into, like, the volume two, and then, like, I've shot um, another uh, feature-length, uh, more adult film, but it's a post-apocalyptic one. I was the cameraman on, like, 75% of it, and I'll post about 
who's directing that once I know, like, if I can talk about that and do that and promote their stuff. So there's stills from there I could use. Just like other people that have hired me to be a cameraman on stuff like that, like, I, I can use those stills as well. So I have enough. It's just more finding the time. Sorry, uh, Peppa, that your grandma had a stroke when you were young. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's always tough. Yeah, um, but yeah, so um, if people dug Vania and uh, want another Broke House down the line, once I am not flying around for a job, um, I may just even throw up like another 60-day Indiegogo with a fixed number on it. So if we, we have to hit it, in order to make it, then probably can do it like another a broke house film or just like mm-hmm. a continuation. But I, I don't really want to shoot with anybody in this uh, kind of way right now. Uh, well, not in this. Uh, the person I would want to shoot the most with is a better way of putting it is Osri. So yeah, um, I, I know. Gotta... If only we were closer uh-huh. <laughs> in proximity. But, but you hate LA. So. <laughs> it's too sunny. She's a vampire, remember? Yeah. Or sorry, they're a vampire, remember? <laughs> um, with my perversion, are you going to re-release that at all, or is that just that little quick thing? Um, I was going to put it up for the Black Friday, but I don't know where the, the remaining discs are, and I think I know where the covers are, but I may just wait to figure that out when I figure out who's going to be handling the rest of a broke house shipping. Uh, I already talked with Osiri about it. Still waiting to talk with the the person who's going to, who may be handling it. If my wife can't do it, then I it, shipping would literally go down to something like maybe two times a month, just because I'm not here that much. I don't really want to add any more to the site, um, just because I mean more stuff on the site means more people buying individual stuff which means more orders that i have to fulfill and if i'm in fucking maine how can i really ship it i'm sure yeah i'm sure indiegogo helps a lot actually with that because yeah it's just like one ship all when it's done it's like you're gonna have to wait a month no matter what so just be patient yeah and that's kind of like uh, luckily i don't really have anybody emailing me or messaging me like kind of demanding stuff i'm usually on points with shipping things out and or if i can't ship it out right away people know why i can't ship it out right away which seems to be the reason why like some people kind of uh get hated on is because something happens with them and the sale was a month ago and then they disappear completely without a word i like to make sure there's a word or at least people who are on here a lot can talk for me and be like nah he told like this he's it will be out this date and i usually try to keep that date 90 percent of the time yeah. well that's good too you need to be consistent it just shows as much as yeah, you can yeah, yeah. well i guess that's it it's actually good timing it was basically one full hour so nice. um it'll be good for uh transferring me over so I want to ask permission to. I'll probably just keep the audio for using for um, for basically going into like kind of like an episode for a podcast. But the video, I won't. I might rescreen it for some people um, that missed it, just because there's a lot of people um, in different countries. So like six p.m. Yeah. is just a hard time. So yeah. I'm probably going to do a couple screenings of it again, um, just basically of, of what we just did. So I just want to yeah. make sure that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not tripping about it. But if you do want a copy, I think I'm like under halfway sold out with it. So, um, oh, the DVD. Yeah. 
I mean the Blu-ray. Uh, it's a Blu-ray. Yeah, right? the Blu-ray. I don't have any more of the DVDs. Uh, yeah. Even the second run of the Blu-rays were out. So this is the third release of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... Um, if you uh, or if you just want to watch it again, just buy it. <laughs> I know before it gets ridiculously expensive later. You know it's crazy. Oh, I mean, yeah. Once I talk to whoever is going to ship it, they may. Yeah, I'll do it, but I want them at twenty dollars and plus shipping, just so it feels better for me to work the job and you get the money too. So, right. uh, I I have no idea coming up after February or March. Um, there may be nothing to buy from a brokehouse.com anymore. Just like links to buy stuff elsewhere or VOD. Yeah, just and VOD that's if VOD just kick us off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the VODs you have, I mean, you got quite a bit. Are you still at you? Um, there was quite a bit on there last I saw. Uh, yeah, they haven't caught me yet. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Any day. Um, oh, so that's and, not you're not supposed to be doing that, I guess, technically? No. It, I mean, technically, they have a mature nudity sexual content, like, check mark. But, like, how sexual, like, I don't know. I know Sleazebox was, Sleazebox was kicked off and Sean Donahue was kicked off. <laughs> um, and they do not pay you that month that they kick you off. So if I made $300 off of sales and they found out the thing, I lost the $300. There's no getting that back. Yeah. Um, so it's like very much like a against the grain thing I'm doing. <laughs> so uh, take advantage of it before I guess I would have to find those somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always tough with that because you you technically have to deal with another format. So you can put it on your website, but you have to use something to platform it. So yeah, uh, if anything, I may ask Massacre to use their streaming site that they use. Oh, cool! Um, I didn't know they had one. Yeah, it's like massacrevideo.tv, I think it is. They have everything of Massacre to uh, Flesh Meat Dolls and Necro, um, McNards and Vince Ross film, and then like some stuff from, I think, Jimmy Screamer Claws. Um, oh, so cool. it's not like just Massacre stuff. It's like they have, I think they even have a American Guinea Pig bouquet of Guts and Gore. I may just ask uh, Massacre to do that. Nicole Severed Cinema can kind of do something like that too. I mean, kind of yeah, I, I was kind of pushing for Severed Cinema to actually have a, uh, a label because I can't really think of any Canadian labels. Yeah, I think, they, I think that would be a good idea. I mean, I saw that they pre uh, they presented your Flesh Eaters, so it was cool to have Yeah, that, that was just more of, of I Severed has been like the O'Gates opening to... Uh, me watching this stuff and I like Severed and they tossed me money to finish Flesh Eaters so that's kind of my so you can run it run it as much as you want and Chris literally runs it as much as he like yeah. talks to every reviewer to do it more <laughs> than I yeah. do so <laughs> no, Chris is awesome. He actually reached out to me quite a bit and like asked me some questions about stuff which is like kind of crazy to have Chris asking me questions about like the more Andorra. He's like how should I ask this question? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh, unique people doing a lot of unique stuff. So um, even more so with this the new film coming or the new film I'm working on, I've been talking to like outrageous types of people, like people that are like working on Liam Neeson's new film. Uh, I okay, I don't think this is gonna fit your project, but we can talk. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you have to, yeah. With a good enough support, you can kind of just all, like, treat yourself as one big business to afford a, a project. Yeah, and that's sort of what this is. This is literally the biggest project. I'm, I've done the biggest cast 
the biggest crew story wise i'm i'm shooting for it on a red like <laughs> a, a bigger thing i'm trying to do and um i've almost got screwed with uh the sam hell association but i was able uh, i just put used a sam hell moniker as a cinematographer so if any of you guys are trying to figure out what the new film is uh that's a hint it, oh, the cinematographer is still sam hell so if you can figure that out. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's not pretty much all I got. Take up too much time, but thank you again. This was a lot of fun. I love doing these. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for like uh, even offering to do it another day, but uh, everything till even like starting January is kind of booked up, and the way things are going, it looks like it's going to get a little bit more hectic. Oh, so. Okay. So I was kind able of a good to kind of, to... yeah, sneak away to kind of do this, even though the wife told me not to come back to the, the ER thing because I literally just left. Yeah, we'll I'm see gonna do another one there. too. I was thinking about, I definitely want to do Love Dump if I if we did. Yeah, I think Coda would really like that uh, to do Love Dump or yeah, uh, Love Dump. We or have Flesh Eaters. Uh, Flesh Eaters is another one. Uh, Flesh Eaters, yeah, we're almost done with the Blu-ray. I have a lot of DVDs left though. That, yeah, but, uh, that would be good because it's longer, so we can have kind of like a longer Q and A depending on what, you know, what it is. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that literally happened on Fletch Eaters that was uh, literally long days of shooting, like starting at like eleven, ending at like midnight. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff that happens there. Well, cool. But I appreciate it, man. Thank you, Osri, for coming too. I appreciate. Yeah, that. no, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Well, that was uh, Bania. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it was a pleasure to talk with both of them. Um, big fan of Sam Hell. Been a fan of Broke House for quite a while. Um, and yeah, I look to him to uh, come and check him out. What else he has in store? Um, also, we might be doing a screening of uh, Love Dump with him later. Uh, no guarantees on that, but we'll figure out when that will be. Um, also, we are going to do another screening um, coming up next week of... Um, blood picks which should be fun it'll be the a lot of the cast um of course brian um will be there um so yeah definitely something to check out um yeah and we're going to be kind of be doing this quite a bit uh season two is going to be starting soon for the podcast so that's something to look forward to uh we're kind of going to go kind of like a rebranching of some of the stuff that we um touched on briefly but kind of kind of flushing it out and um getting more into the details of a lot of the things because we brushed through so many movies uh, I'd rather kind of get into the details of them a little bit more um, my thoughts a little bit instead of just mentioning them um, yeah so yeah tune into that and uh, thank you for tuning in thank you.